It's Wednesday, the 6th of February 2019, and from London, I'm Alec Hogg, and here's your Biz News Flash Briefing. In today's global business headlines, U.S. President Donald Trump struck a more conciliatory tone in his 82-minute State of the Nation address last night, urging the two major political parties to work together in America's national interest. Trump was referring to disagreement over his proposed wall on the Mexican border designed to cut illegal immigration. That disagreement caused a partial government shutdown that lasted a record 35 days. Trump said that as a short-term fix, he would be sending 3,750 U.S. soldiers to the border. He also announced that he'd be meeting North Korean President Kim Jong-un again at the end of this month, claiming that were it not for his intervention, the U.S. would now be at war with Kim's country and millions would have died. Trump also promised to enact legislation which would end late-term abortions. As the oil price came under further pressure this week, dropping below $54 a barrel, the 14-nation oil cartel OPEC said that it wants to strike a formal pact with a 10-nation Russian-led group of producers. This latest attempt to put a floor on global oil prices will put OPEC and the Russians into a collision course against U.S. President Donald Trump, who wants to reduce gas prices for American consumers ahead of next year's presidential elections. Iran and some other OPEC members have previously resisted the idea of a pact, fearing that it would be dominated by Saudi Arabia and Russia, the world's two largest oil exporters. But the primary target right now is to get the oil price above $60 a barrel. Most OPEC members need crude to rise even higher, with, for instance, Saudi Arabia requiring $80 a barrel to balance its national budget. Executives at Safa Heavy Global Commodities Trading Group Glencore will be celebrating this morning's news that Goldman Sachs will join other Wall Street banking giants who have cut or closed their commodity trading units. The Wall Street Journal reports that a months-long review initiated by Goldman's new chief executive, David Solomon, has concluded that the commodities trading division's dwindling profits no longer justify its costs. Goldman's has been a major player in commodities trading since it made an acquisition of a specialist in the field in 1981. But it's now set to follow J.P. Morgan Chase and Morgan Stanley, which cited banking regulations for their exit. Such rules, tightened in the wake of the global financial crisis, have been to the advantage of unregulated players led by Glencore. In other South African-related news, peace may break out to the north, where embattled Zimbabwean President Emerson Mnangagwa has launched a detente initiative with the political opposition. He has invited them to meet tomorrow following mass action after Labour leaders called a three-day strike. MDC leader Nelson Chamisa, who claims there was widespread fraud in last year's election, says he's considering the invitation. Chamisa previously stated that such dialogue should only be held under a credible convener and mediator. 
At least a dozen people were killed and hundreds injured last month when the Zimbabwean army suppressed riots that protested a more than doubling in fuel prices, which makes Zimbabwe fuel the most expensive in the world. This has been your Biz News Flash Briefing. Until the next time, cheerio.